0: Welcome to a special bonus mini-sode of Digging for Kryptonite, a Superman fan journey. I'm your host, Anthony Desiato, joining me to discuss the CW Superman and Lois series comic book artist V. Ken Marion. Welcome.
1: Hey, hey, Anthony, what's up? Thanks for having me.
0: Look, I wasn't planning on doing any more episodes on Superman and Lois for for at least a little while, but we had a very interesting Text exchange over the past couple of days. Do you do you want to do you want to let people in on on uh, on what happened?
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Because I I saw I heard on the week before you said you were good or no, not the week before you did that preview episode where you and Mike talked about how like you you saw the trailer and you were going to watch the show and I was like, oh cool, a new Superman show. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. Whatever. And then when it aired, I because I don't have cable, I watch everything online, so I just totally forgot about it. And then when I saw you you started posting about it. I was like, oh yeah, that show came out. And then I was on YouTube and I saw the first five minute clip of that like intro, and I was like, whoa, this looks bad. Like I, I like I just I was immediately turned off. Like that golden age shot of Super. I know you and Mike because I, I listened to your episode about it, and you and Mike both liked to put. I was watching it with Laura, and we were both like, ooh, the costume looks bad. Like, I was like, this does not look good. Like, I'm like, holy crap, like, how could, like, I thought the effects of the whole first five minutes just weren't doing it. And I was like, oh, and so I texted you and I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to watch this. That really looked terrible. And you were like, no, it's, it's a good, oh, and in that first five minutes when they set up the kids as this kid, I thought like, I just like cringed with it. I was like, whoa, this is, I don't know, I don't know about this, but then you told me it was good. So I was like, okay, I'll watch it, I'll watch it. Cut to like five days later, I kept putting it off and today, because I knew we were talking, I was like, oh, I'll I'll watch the first episode today. And almost immediately after that first five minutes ends, I'm like, whoa, it's got real good. And then all of us, the rest of the show, amazing. And then the next, and then I went to episode two and I was like, the show is amazing. And I thought that like the kids that I thought was going to be annoying, like great story with the kids. like. Um, yeah, him as a dad, again, I thought him as a dad was going to be so like cringy and boring, but no, it was awesome. And and in his real suit that he wears looks awesome. And everything looks like man of steel. I don't know, man, I was so down with it. Like, I'm so happy you told me to watch it. Cause it, I think it's really friggin' good. It's, it's what I've wanted for a superhero property for a really long time. Like I'm super happy with it.
0: I, honestly, I was so happy when I got your text today because you know, it's funny you and I, and we acknowledged this in our earlier exchange. It's like usually and listeners have heard this usually you and I are pretty much on the same page when it comes mm-hmm. to this stuff and I think we probably both had the same reaction where you were probably like why does he like this so much and I'm over here I'm like why doesn't he like it <laughs> so, <laughs> so so I'm really glad that that you you stuck it out and I'm I'm glad it won you over and uh and, and that's great and you know I You know, Steph and I watched the second episode. And so, you know, she and I talked about it, but I certainly haven't podcasted about episode two. So I thought maybe we could kind of kind of debrief on that. But I mean, was there anything else? Because again, I know you you said you you heard the episode that we did on the pilot. Was there anything else about the pilot that you wanted to they wanted to share before we talk a little bit about episode two?
1: I mean, you guys hit on almost everything, I thought. Even you said your one gripe with the show, with my one gripe with the show would be, like, I think he doesn't need the padding in the suit. Like, because he's, like, a pretty in-shape dude. Like, I don't think they needed to put that X, ex- because it looks kind of awkward. Yeah. Um, It doesn't look as bad as the, I feel like the Golden Age one looked really bad with the padding. That, that that was, it wasn't so much the costume, it was the fact that he looked so padded out in it that I was like, whoa. Like, that, that's kind of, like, that's what my reaction was from that, that and the CG PT Cruiser. But, like, but like, yeah, dude, the show's, and I love the, yeah, I think you mentioned that it was Friday Night Lights version of Superman. And that's what hooked me. Cause I really liked that show. So I was like, dude, this totally is like, I love the the realism, you know, like the realism, how the town feels like the way, and dude, so many of like the fight scenes had used like Man of Steel esque, like shots. Did you notice that? Like yeah. how they like zoom in close and zoom out when he's like flying and stuff. Really, really cool stuff. Like if anyone's seen, seen a trailer and think that it might not be for them but they they love Superman you should totally check this show at least the first episode because and watch the whole thing all the way through because it's really good
0: <laughs> yeah for sure I mean I don't know how many times in that other podcast I said that I was surprised by the show but I just I was it was just like over and over yeah. I was like wow like this is really good dude it like it, it
1: made me feel not that it tonally is the same as Smallville because it's not but it feel it has the same level of earnestness and like truth in like what it's showing, whereas like the other CW shows don't really have that. Like the other CW shows are always kind of like winking and nodding at the camera and kind of like being like, isn't this kind of silly? It's superheroes. You know, like they have that kind of like vibe to them where this has that like grounded real like this could happen in our world, like kind of like how Smallville did. And then how you and I had talked about that when we talked about Smallville. And what we missed about the modern CW shows. So this dude, this brought me right back to it, man. Like I was like, this show is is good. Like it's real good.
0: That's the thing, like I can't believe that because as I as I've discussed, right, I was worried that this was gonna step on the toes of Smallville. And they they managed to set the show in Smallville, but really do their own thing with it and make it mm-hmm. just as interesting but in a different way. I mean, like this version of Smallville, way different than Mm -hmm. you know than what we saw before but it's it's so interesting um yeah and going back to the padding yeah that's the thing and just to clarify like I'm fine with no padding and I guess again I I agree with you I think he's he's in good I think he's in good shape and even if he were look Henry Cavill is a whole other category he doesn't have to have that level of (laughs) you know of, of physicality so even if he is a slightly more slender that's fine but it's just yeah. the the padding. It's just, uh, maybe they'll, I'm sure they'll continue to tweak it. And uh, maybe they'll strike yeah. more of a balance. And actually, I'm glad to hear that from you. Because, you know, as an artist, as someone who's, like, really dialed into the visuals of it, uh, mm-hmm. as, I'm not crazy, right? Like, the proportions look, like, it just looks No, no it's weird. It's, yeah. it's really weird.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, he, 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 like, his shoulders look too big for his body. Like, and, and, like, and when he moves, you can tell it's, like, not how muscles would be. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, uh, I feel like they're kind of striking that balance. like maybe they could do straight tights like Christopher Reese style on them. I, maybe that would look weird. I don't know. But like definitely the golden age one was like super padded looking. I think it's maybe because there wasn't texture on it or something. It was flat. Maybe that's why it looked that way. But, um, but yeah, you, you weren't crazy about that, but like there's something, oh man, it was on the tip of my tongue when you were talking before and now I can't remember what it was, but the, oh dude, Tyler Hecklin, awesome Superman. That's what I was going to say. Like. Awesome Superman. Like, I, because I never watched um, Supergirl or... And I, I just saw brief clips of him on, you know, the Crisis crossovers and stuff. So I never really got, like, to see, like, him as Clark Kent, Superman. He's awesome. So good.
0: He is. And I think that... Because I was okay with him, with his Superman before. But this show really won me over. But I think with this, he has so much more to do. Because it's like, mm-hmm. when he was on Supergirl and, and the crossovers, you know... It, there just wasn't as much space to really dig into the character, you know, and there wasn't yeah. not that there were no stakes or emotions or anything like that. But what what he's dealing with here and it's so grounded, I mean, between the death of his mother to all the issues with his kids and the relocating, like there's just so much to mine there. And so he's getting to play a lot of different um, aspects of the character. So, yeah, I, I, I'm glad I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you're you're a fan. Uh, yeah, I'm fully on board with him as Clark and Superman.
1: Yeah, dude, the whole cast of the Lois, I really like the Lois as well. I know you said you were a little iffy on her, but I liked her, like the TV Lois's. I think, I like, as of now, I think I might like the TV Loises, like the, the Smallville one and the Terry Hatcher one, but I like this one better than Amy Adams and Margot Kidder and who was Lois and
0: oh, Kate, Kate Bosworth. Bo- yeah, Kate
1: Bosworth, yeah. So I think she's better than most of the movie Lois's. so yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I don't know exactly where I would where I would uh, rank her. Definitely above Kate Bosworth, Amy Adams. You know, I I was I didn't love her Lois the first time around, but upon the rewatch, I I really came around on her. I will say with with Elizabeth Tullock on um on Superman and Lois, I did enjoy her more in the second episode. Um, and mm-hmm. so I guess kind of on that note, we can jump into episode two, which again I wasn't planning on podcasting about, so th- this is great. Uh, I felt that it it really kept up and it maintained the level of quality that we saw from the pilot. I didn't feel like there was, was a drop off. Uh, what what were your thoughts on, on episode two?
1: No. Yeah. I, <laughs> I love when they went to the, uh, the barbecue. I hope that whole scene was just great. Like, and it was like subtly funny too. Like when you see Kyle, who's like, like, he, like, like you and Mike are talking about, he's not a bad dude, but he's kind of a dick. And so like, you kind of want to hate him. Right. And like when they look out the window, and Kyle's like grilling, and like he's like playing air guitar and his spatula, and his sunglasses are on the back of his head. I was just starting to die laughing because like like I know that dude, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just so funny.
0: That's it, and the guy makes great ribs. I mean, that's the thing. It's like even as he's even as he's giving Lois a hard time, he gives her those ribs, and she's like, "Yeah, they were really good." Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a testament to the show that when Clark got pulled away and he had to leave the barbecue and we followed him on his adventure, I mm. was like, I want to go back to the barbecue. Like I was more, yeah. <laughs> I was more interested in in that, which I really, I think is a testament to, to how strong the show is and, and, and how grounded that like the superhero stuff is great and it's fun, but they've mm. really got this whole other piece of it that I think is, you know, certainly way stronger than, than we see in a lot of the you know, CW fair usually.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And and the kids, dude, his sons, I thought I was going to like hate (laughs) those like teenage kids in the show, but they actually add a really good like layer to the show, you know, and they're not annoying. They're both, neither of them are annoying. They're like really well done, well acted characters. And yeah, like prop props to them because like, I I did not think I was going to like those characters at all. And like, they definitely like, add like the family, like grounding to the show that like, it, it almost feels like the OC, you know, or like, or like one of those like family shows, like you said, Friday Night Lights. Like it's, 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 it's interesting how they did it. Very well done.
0: Yeah. The one thing I, I, I didn't love the, their version of jor would probably rank mm. pretty low. On, uh, on my list, like, it was okay. I don't know, what, what did you think of he, there, jor well, He seemed a little mean. Did
1: you yeah. notice that he seemed kind of like a dick, which I was like, oh, I mean, he's an AI program, so, you know, I guess, but yeah, I didn't, didn't love that version of Jor-El, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess I feel like, you know, obviously we, we spent 10 years, well, not the full 10 years, but uh, uh, most of the run of Smallville with a very harsh AI disembodied voice, Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's one incarnation of Jor-El that I'm very comfortable with. The very disapproving, Mm -hmm. judgmental, distant, (laughs) you know, voice. And then in the Snyder movies, we got my favorite version of of Jor-El with Russell Crowe's depiction where, you know, he was strong, but also warm and paternal. And uh, for me, just hit all the right notes. This Jor-El was like somewhere in between. Like he definitely wasn't he wasn't the harsh Smallville Jor-El, but he was no Russell Crowe.
1: Well, well, I mean, yeah, Russell Crowe, the Academy <laughs> Award-winning acting, yeah. But, like, do you ever think it's weird that, like, in the comics, like, like if you think about it, like, they always make Jor-El really old in these movies. And if you think about it, like, shouldn't Jor-El be roughly Superman's age? Yeah. Like, because, like, when he sent Superman off, like, in the comics, he's drawn almost looking almost exactly like Superman. So it's, like... I remember before you told me you wanted Tom Welling to come back to play jor He'd be a good jor for this show, man. I wish it was Tom Welling as jor You know,
0: yeah, that would be cool. So oh, I don't know, man.
1: Yeah. Oh, the one thing I remember I want to talk to you about about episode one. Remember when he was telling Jordan, he's like, "Oh, did I tell you about when I was a freshman?" And they and they they <clears throat> they type they take me to the the tractor or something. I wish he said they strung me up in a cornfield, like, because that would have been a nice little nod to smallville you know because i feel like it exists in this weird like world where like if you want to in your head you can connect those lines like like obviously it's not but i'm (laughs) saying like but if you wanted to it doesn't contradict smallville that much you know what i mean yeah so like in theory the character that tom Welling played could grow up to be this guy you know what i mean
0: yes no uh you know i had the same thought and and i I had the exact same thought about that moment when he started to talk about uh, that memory. And I was like, oh, are they going to talk about the cornfield? But no. But uh, but no, I think you're right. And even more so kind of knowing where they left, even though I wasn't a fan of this, but where they left um, our Clark and Lois mm-hmm. from Smallville in crisis. It's like, yeah, I mean, you really can, like you said, like connect those dots and and kind of view it in that context. Um, again, not, not a one-to-one. We know it's not literally the same continuity, but yeah, they, it, it definitely feels like a spiritual successor, uh, mm, you know, yeah, in, totally. in a big way. Uh, but yeah, the second episode was cool. I liked the stuff with Clark and Jordan um, at the, even though I didn't love the jor but I liked the stuff at the fortress. I love the barbecue it was great. You know, it was funny though. And I, I guess I'm going to continue to defend Kyle because, you know, when Lois confronts Morgan edge at the town meeting, Right. She doesn't want him coming Uh into the town and buying up these businesses and converting the mines and all this stuff. And and her big charge against him is like, when you did this in that other town, your employment estimates were off by 50 percent. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I mean, that's not great. But at the same time, you know, to Kyle's point, it's like, well, 50 percent is better than than no jobs. So, yeah. and again, I know, we know, look, we know from the comics and the other shows, like we know Morgan Edge is a bad guy and I know more will yeah. come out, but just, just based on what they've given us so far, I was kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't know, Kyle's kind of right. Like if that's the worst thing <laughs> about this guy. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, obviously, cause we know Morgan <laughs> Edge is a real dirtbag, you know, <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to have to do some, uh, do some real story hijinks to like show Lois is right. Cause like right now it's like, it just looks like she's like. Not just, like, like, and the way that he even, like, sets that up is the town kind of turns against her, too, like, in that, the the way he, like, phrases it, you know, at the end, and everyone's like, oh, Lois, like, what are you doing, big city person coming in here ruining everything, you know, so, it'll definitely be interesting to see where it goes.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, and he basically threatens, like, well, maybe this isn't the right town you know for me to to come in and uh you mm-hmm. know put money into. So yeah, I thought that was I thought that was funny. I also it was funny to me the scene where Sam confronts Clark out on the the front porch and um mm-hmm. is like really taking him to task for these recent choices that he's made with his family and and I just thought to myself it's like you know Clark is such a good guy because yeah. I feel like if that were me I would my eyes would get red. I would flash just like a hint of heat vision. I'd be like you know who you're talking to, right? It's like, yeah.
1: I mean, I do like that him and Sam aren't like, like they're definitely antagonistic a little bit, but they're not like antagonists to each other. Right. Like, like, like he's still at the end of the day is like, yeah, I'm your father-in-law Clark. And like, we're still on the same side. Like, I actually did like that, that added, um, I know you talked about in the other podcast, but that added like familiarity between them where like, like Sam may not like, Love hanging out with Clark, right? But like, at the end of the day, he's like, "Yeah, well, you know, he's family now." So like, I I did I did appreciate that. That was cool. Yes. dude, do, do you think? Okay, do you think that Jordan's gonna become Superboy? Like, I, do you think they're gonna get that far or no?
0: It's hard to say. You know, if this were any other Arrowverse show, I would say, "Oh yeah, no doubt," <laughs> where they all become <laughs> yeah. they all become superheroes. Yeah. On this show. I mean, probably, but would they go so far as to like f- have him in a costume? I mean, I, I don't know i and again, this is I think to the show's credit i really I really don't know what path they'll take with the boys i mean i'm I'm mm-hmm. assuming that for, you know for right now, I think it is a very interesting dynamic for you know Jonathan, the you know the popular athletic one who everything always went right for, you know he's struggling mm-hmm. now, and he's the one without the powers. I do think though we will find that he does have some sort of powers, you know, down the line.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, when they get to that point, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, what do you think?
1: Well, see, I don't know. I mean, do you think one of them will go good and one of them will go bad? Like, cause I feel like that's a very obvious path they could take, but I hope that doesn't happen. Like, I hope they don't do that, but yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Cause like, like maybe Jonathan would be the one that would go bad. I mean, based off these first two episodes, you know, but like, he also seems so, like, chill. Like, it's weird, because, like, after how the first episode e- ended, I thought going into episode two, it was going to be, like, Jonathan was going to be throwing hissy fits and, like, be all pissed that he just moved to a small town. And, like, But they didn't really do I mean, was, there's was a little bit of that, like, but it wasn't, like, insanely over the top. Right? It was still, like, he understood. Like, he had, like, a rational head. It wasn't just, like, oh, my life sucks. You took me away from all my friends. Like, that's what I yeah. thought it was going to be. And, like... It wasn't that at all. So like, I'm actually really impressed with how they're handling that because I feel like, I feel like there is a super easy way this show could have been horrible, right? Like just from the premise of it, and like it's so good that like I'm just I'm I'm just happy for everyone involved with it, like making such a good show, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's the thing. I think that the teen characters in particular would have been real real easy to <laughs> to dislike, but they did a nice yeah. job, and I think the casting is spot on and and I, I really do like. And you saw even more moments, I think. Uh, you know, in this episode of of the brotherly bond, you know, between the mm-hmm. two of them, and yeah. that even though they are very different, you know, they're not at each other's throats, and they they are they are a family. Um, I, I thought that was nice. Uh, what do you think of Captain Luther?
1: I'm excited, dude. I'm really excited because he's tough. He's like he's the Lex that I've always wanted to see in in these movies where he actually puts on a suit and fights him hand to hand. Like we we we've always talked about that before. Like I love that they're going for that that version of Lex that we're very familiar with in the comics, but like has never been adapted to in live action. So I'm very, and it looks like he's not, like he's not the megalomaniacal Lex, like from our earth either. He's like the, the Alexander Luther from like the world where all the superheroes are bad. And he's like the good guy. Like, I, I mean, as we know of so far. Right. Yeah. So like, I think that's cool. And I think that's going to, I assume what's going to happen is that there's going to be a bigger threat and they're eventually going to see eye to eye and maybe like, team up or become friends later on like I assume that's what's going to happen but I don't know
0: yeah it is super interesting I'm with you and I think because I I think the way he's been presented so far I mean yeah he's only doing this because of what he saw his Superman do on his earth and so Mm -hmm. but but assuming he is you know a, a quote unquote good guy and he has integrity I would imagine that the more time he spends in this world and the more interaction he has with our clark that i mean it would be irrational if if he continued this vendetta at you know at a certain point right Mm -hmm. um unless you know i don't know maybe clark inadvertently does something that that ends up hurting him on this world and then you know it it, uh, gives him a whole new a whole new motivation i don't know but i think your your speculation makes a lot of sense and i i I think that would be really cool to see them to see them team up like that and we got the black costume Again. Yeah, that was
1: awesome. Like two weeks before the Snyder
0: Cut. <laughs> you know, there's a little bit of me that's like, really, like you knew this was coming. <laughs> 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 but I mean, we've seen we've seen uh, Tyler Hecklin in the Black Costume before in the Elseworlds crossover. Uh, a, a couple oh, of years yeah, ago I in the river. It, yeah. so so we, they have done that before. But yeah, that was cool, and uh, I mean, it certainly gives Captain Luther a compelling motivation. It's like, yeah, you get it. If you saw this same guy or a version of this guy destroy your world, you probably wouldn't take any chances on your new one either.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Wow. Yeah, T- two thumbs up, man. All around. Like, good. Good. So good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, but and- do you still feel the same way about that opening montage, or has your opinion on that changed? <sighs>
1: I don't think okay it's weird because like i know you and mike really liked it well actually i don't you didn't really wax out that that much about it so i don't know how it your feelings up but mike really liked it so like obviously for some people it really worked i i still think it for me personally i don't think it's a very good representation of the show like because like, because it just felt so corny compared to the rest of the show you know like mm-hmm. the tone i just felt was so off but like like i get like they were trying to like throw the Superman origin really quick out there. So, like, with the voiceover and everything, like... Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I would say that if you've you've seen... You're listening to this, you like Superman, and you were like me, and you saw that five minutes on YouTube and thought it wasn't going to be good, you should watch the first episode. Because I thought it was... The whole thing was really freaking good. Yeah. And really well acted, too. Like, really good acting.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nothing but good things to say about it. Oh, they... Um, well, this... I mean, it affects you, but not. it wouldn't change anything that you do. So you only watch through the app, right? The CW uh, app?
1: I, okay, so I watched it on the CW's website.
0: Okay. So, I, yeah. so they announced, I think just yesterday or today, as of this recording, that um, they are going to be, from episode two on, um, they're going to be putting up um, extended versions on their website and on the CW app.
1: Oh, cool. so yeah, I guess that must be when I saw that. Yeah, and I
0: don't know, you know, I don't know the extent of it. I don't know if it's like you know a few seconds or full scenes or what. But uh, I think that's it's it's an interesting choice. I guess they're really trying to drive people to the app is the main thing that I can think of. But I think that's as much as I look forward to it, and I would want to watch it live on Tuesday night. I think I'll probably just wait till Wednesday and watch it on the app and watch the extended because I would rather it's more important yeah. to me that I see all the footage.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. and then watching it two days in a row could probably be like cumbersome too
0: you know i mean look i i did that oh, with okay. the pilot i mean i watched the pilot twice in a in, a, in like three days but i don't think i i like the show but i mean you know yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a little bit much but still on the
1: time man like, like every week to do that like cram it in yeah
0: yeah and then they also yeah. announced that after the fifth episode it's going on hiatus because they had had a production interruption because of a, a covid a positive covid case i think okay uh so so they you know they fell behind a little bit but uh so yeah, there's going to be a hiatus after episode five, and that's when Supergirl returns, and then it'll be back in I think May. So
1: oh, I want to ask you. So is this? I didn't watch. Like I haven't seen any of the CW shows for like the last three years. So, like, how does this fit in continuity wise to the other shows?
0: That's kind of an like, open question. I, like a lot of people have been speculating about that because uh, you know we've we've seen a version of Morgan Edge on the show before, different actor. We've had okay. a different actor playing Sam Lane. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. so
1: so you mean, do you mean, like, in Supergirl? Or do you mean, like, interacting with the Superman?
0: Uh... Well, I guess technically just in Supergirl, not interacting with the Superman. But this Superman interacted with that Supergirl, so they, like... I I, I don't know.
1: on, On Supergirl, did he have kids? Like, was that part of the character that they said he had, like, he had teenagers?
0: So... And it's been a while. I have to rewatch this. But uh, he and Lois had a baby um, on Argo a season, two seasons ago, a season okay. ago. I think I'm trying to remember. I think
1: one baby, not twins, just one, one baby.
0: So, again, my my memory of this is a little fuzzy. I, I would really have to go back. But basically, they did have a child together on Argo. It was one child, one son. But then after crisis, at the end of crisis, Clark was flying home and Lois called him and she was like, oh, the boys are asking for you or something like that. And he was like, the boys or the twins or, you know, whatever it was. So like we knew as a result of crisis, things changed.
1: Okay.
0: Um, but exactly how this fits, I mean, I really—I I don't have a great answer because I really don't know. I think it's kind of unclear. I mean, if they said that this is just a separate earth within earth, the multiverse, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, would, that would make sense, and that might actually yeah. be the, the cleanest way of doing this, to be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I was actually wondering if they were going to have, like, Barry Allen come in for, like, an episode or whatever. And it just, I feel like so tonally wouldn't work, like, if they tried crossing them over. So, like, I kind of hope they keep it, like, unless whoever they brought over, like, say, like, Barry Allen came over, he would have to then match the energy of this show, right? Yeah. So wouldn't have, like, Cisco and all of them. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it would have to be, like, a very grounded version of it, which could be cool, like, if you see, like, a different version of these CW characters, but, like, I kind of hope they just keep it separate. Well,
0: you know? Diggle's coming in very shortly, so we're going to get our first test of this, and, and maybe we'll get a oh, sense yeah. of, of exactly where this falls. Again, my understanding is that it is within the Arrowverse, but... Any changes that we're seeing are likely a result of Crisis or just a decision to recast, I suppose.
1: But if you're saying that he had a baby during Supergirl, does this take place like 15 years like after that?
0: No, I mean I guess if if you were trying to reconcile it, I guess you could say that as a result of reality slash timeline changes of within Crisis, they had twins much earlier. Than oh, than originally. Okay. That again, that's my you know, if, if I were trying to come up with an explanation. I I mean I really don't know. Um yeah. again, the more separate they keep it for yeah. me, the better.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. What if John Diggle comes in and he's like just like a soldier? Like he had nothing to do like that might be Yeah. What they do, you know? It and, might just be a completely separate earth.
0: And that might be how they tell us that. That might be mm-hmm. that you know, and then maybe that's the plan. Maybe that's why it's like we'll bring in Diggle, it'll be real clear then that this is not you know, yeah. this is not in the Arrowverse. That, that could very well be. So Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Good. I'm glad you're on board. I'm glad you enjoyed. Uh, I hope everyone else continues to watch and enjoy Superman and Lois. I'm sure uh, with, with you, with Mike, I'm sure that we'll have some more, uh, some more podcast discussions about this. I just can't, I can't help myself, I guess. So, uh, so thank you, Ken. And uh, thank you to everyone for checking out this mini-sode. Uh, keep tuning in to Digging for Kryptonite. And remember, it's about what you do. It's about action.